He holds all things, all things, all things together. He holds all things. Well, hello, Lakeside. Uh, we pray that this finds you well. This is certainly a unique time uh, for all of us. And our passage today in Philippians chapter 2 will specifically focus on the uniqueness of our Savior. And it makes me think of one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite preachers, Charles Spurgeon. He said, I have a great need for Christ, and I have a great Christ for my need. And our hope for you is that as you work through Philippians chapter 2, that that truth would be confirmed in your own heart. We know that we're in a unique time and we have uh, big needs. And so we pray that you would find yourself reassured in the uniqueness of our Savior and his sufficiency for you and your need. We'd like to make a few announcements uh, before we consider the passage of Scripture together. Upcoming this week is a virtual Bible study for women. Uh, it's going live today uh, through the First Five app, and the ladies will be working together through the Gospel of John. We also decided this past week to, as a church to invest in Zoom video conferencing that we hope to use to facilitate times of prayer and study and fellowship. And as those times get scheduled, uh, we'll uh, inform you of opportunities for you to connect uh, via Zoom with other people in the church. And we'd also like to remind you of the resource that we have in Right Now Media that you can sign on to at any point in time uh, by texting in this information to 41411, and you'll get a library of resources uh, that you can uh, use in this time that we are thankful uh, to have access to. Also accompanying this video is a worship guide with songs and scripture readings that will aid you in your personal and family devotions at home, and we'll continue to send these out weekly. Uh, Last week, we considered from Philippians chapter 1, uh, Paul's ability to say that for him to live is Christ and to die is gain. And now here in chapter 2, we see that Paul could say that, that for him to live was Christ and to die was gain, because he believed that Christ was willing to live and die for him. I'd like to read beginning in verse 4 through verse 11 of Philippians chapter 2. It says, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. It is a wonderful and amazing truth that Christ was willing to leave heaven and all of the safety and the security and the joy and the love that that would have meant for him to come to earth to experience 
the vulnerabilities that we as human beings experience, the pain and the suffering that we have, which for all of us is, is not a choice. It's something that we were born into and something that we have to find ways to encourage each other in spite of. But for Christ, Paul is reminding the believers that he never had to come. Uh, he was willing and intentionally chose to come to this earth to experience life in human form and to offer his life as a sacrifice for our sins so that we could have the assurance of forgiveness but also that we could have the hope of eternal life because he didn't remain dead but he rose again and now is exalted at the right hand of the father and he is the reason we have the living hope that we sing about and that therefore we can face now the anxieties and the uncertainties of our lives with the full confidence that Christ was willing to live and die and live again for each and every one of us. And so we do pray that as you take time to read through Philippians 2 on your own, as you might choose to memorize one or two of the verses, that again, you would be encouraged that as we all realize in fresh and new ways in this current pandemic, that we have a great need for Christ, that you would be encouraged that we have a great Christ for all of our needs. And then the concluding song is entitled, What a Beautiful Name. And this song reflects on much of the truth of Philippians chapter 2. It says, you didn't want heaven without us. So Jesus, you brought heaven down. My sin was great. Your love was greater. What could separate us now? You have no rival. You have no equal. Now and forever, our God reigns. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the glory. Yours is the name above all names. And it's because of that truth that we, like the church in Philippi, can look after not only our own interests, but also the interests of others. He holds all things, all things, all things together.